This episode of Inside Games is brought to you by Omaze. For your chance to win a Tesla Model X and support a great cause, enter at omaze.com slash inside games. Welcome back to Inside Games, the only gaming news show brave enough to be excited for a remaster from Rockstar Games. Well, yeah, we're kind of in some here we go again territory with today's stories. Rockstar Games and Remedy Entertainment have announced a remake, full on remake of Max Payne 1 and 2 which originally came out in 2001 and 2003, respectively. So these are pretty deep cuts. If you're wondering why anybody cares, Max Payne is a special game, has something of a cult following, and also Lawrence really, really likes it. Really never sold for shit uh, at all. Uh, more on that later, we'll get to that. Uh, released in 2001, it was the first game to have bullet time mechanics, which are really cool, by the way. Uh, and this is in a post-Matrix world, so obviously the Matrix popularized it. Max Payne did a really good job of putting it in a video game form. Also contained a lot of quirky, self-aware humor in a time when games tried to present themselves as very mature and grown up, which kind of helped it stand out. You're in a computer game, Max. Yeah, so the remakes are great news if you're a Max Payne fan, like me. Especially since the series has been inactive since 2012's Max Payne 3. But maybe not so great news if you have a functioning memory at all. Rockstar's recent track record isn't the best between the widely memed Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition, terrible title, and the unimpressive Grand Grand Theft Auto 5 current gen re 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 release. Add on top of that a new subscription model <laughs> for the already heavily monetized GTA Online. It's called GTA Online Plus, or what the fuck it's called. Uh, and absolutely zero information on Grand Theft Auto 6 besides we're doing it, which was that tweet we saw earlier. Uh, it can look an awful lot like Rockstar is just desperately searching for any property it owns with positive sentiment left to exploit. Hey, consider me exploited, because uh, I'm, I'm okay with this. I have to admit, though, this does tee up some conflicting feelings, doesn't it? Are we supposed to be happy that our favorite constipated, painkiller-guzzling alcoholic is back? Or should we hold the line against Rockstar's low-effort cash-ins? I had an overwhelming sense of deja vu. For the answer, we turn to our remake specialist and press release analyst, Charlotte. She clicked into bullet time about four hours ago and has been reading the press release ever since. So let's see where she's at with that. Well... You gotta turn off bullet time. It's, uh, I think it's left shift. Or, or L1, maybe? Click one of those. Oh my god. <laughs> what year is it? Well, I gotta be honest, I'm excited for uh, Bullet Time and uh, pending Matrix mods, so I'm gonna say it's 2002 all over again. Ah, oh, the early aughts, our country is healing, what a time to be alive. Well, the good news for everyone in 2022 is that the Max Payne 1 and 2 remakes actually sound like a great deal. For starters, the game will be developed as a single release, nice, by Remedy themselves, unlike the GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition, which wasn't developed internally at Rockstar Games, but by Grove Street Games? Rockstar Games will finance the development, which the press release describes the budget as, quote, in line with a typical Remedy AAA game production. Finally, the remake containing both games will release on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S using Remedy's own Northlight engine, which they used in both 2016's Quantum Break and 2019's Control. Amazing engine. Really outstanding engine. Remedy's the only game developer brave enough to not switch to the Unreal Engine 5 because everybody else is doing that right now. Everybody. Yeah, they're also the only uh, game developer brave enough to include some pertinent business details in their game announcements. This is actually pretty cool and, and pretty rare. The press release reads that, quote, Remedy has a royalty opportunity after Rockstar Games has recouped its development, marketing, and other costs for distributing and publishing the game. That sounds like a pretty good deal, given that Rockstar Games owns the Max Payne IP. So they're actually cutting in Remedy on some post-release revenue opportunities. Add it all up and you got a full remake of a cult classic series that's triple-A in scope from a well-loved game developer that has yet to really miss here, uh, unless you maybe count the single-player campaigns for Crossfire X. 
that's plenty of reason to be excited here otherwise, uh, even if Rockstar Games has been whiffing really bad, Remedy really hasn't. There's a few lingering questions though. What would a remake of Max Payne 1 and 2 really even look like in today's standards? Why did it take so long for this franchise to come back? And when can we even expect to play this game? We'll answer all these questions, every single one of them, right after we hear from our sponsor, Omaze. Yes, that's right. Inside Games is brought to you by Omaze. Now, I'm personally very, very excited about this because Omaze gives away one-of-a-kind prizes and experiences while donating money to chosen charities all across the world. So the prize that Omaze is giving away right now is the Tesla Model X Plaid. It's a top-of-the-line flagship SUV. Versatility has never been more stylish or powerful. With all new interior and updated exterior styling, you can go wherever you want. Be the first to get there with 1,020 horsepower. The wait list for this Tesla is currently six months, but you can jump that line faster than this SUV can go zero to 60, which is incredibly fast. And now the very best part, you are supporting charity. Give powers on a mission to help the roughly 2.2 billion people around the world who do not have access to safely managed drinking water. 501c3 is at the intersection of innovation and storytelling and brings attention to the solutions that will help us build a cleaner, more sustainable, and more hopeful future. So again, for your chance to win the Tesla Model X Plaid and support Give Power and 501c3, please go to omaze.com slash inside games. That's omaze.com slash inside games. Thanks again for your sponsorship, Omaze. I'm so excited. Thank you, Omaze, for the sponsorship. Now back to our analysis. As far as a release date's concerned, eh, you know, it's gonna take a while. This is a triple A remake. So we're talking more like 2019's Resident Evil 2 or even Final Fantasy VII Remake. Sure, you know, Max Payne 1 and 2 already exist, but Remedy's remaking them in a completely new engine. Not only does that mean recreating all the levels, assets, game mechanics, but also likely reshooting all the live action comic book style cutscenes, which we all know and love and have already seen all over this episode. I was in a graphic novel, funny as hell. It was the most horrible thing I could think of. If they even retain that as their storytelling medium, we don't actually know. Uh, the good news there is that Remedy still works with Max Payne voice actor James McCaffrey, who voiced Zachariah Trench in Control, so it's a good bet the voice of Payne will return. What's less likely is that Remedy creative director Sam Lake will reprise his role as young Max Payne, even if fins don't seem to age. But who knows? Lake's looking rather spry, and a couple Instagram filters could have him ready to rock the leather jacket yet again. Casting aside, this sounds like a large-scale project, and... As such, we really shouldn't expect a release before the end of 2023, and that's really aggressive at the very earliest. Sometime in 2024, probably late 2024, is a much safer bet, especially since Remedy Entertainment's now working on three AAA games all at the same time, between the Max Payne remakes, Alan Wake 2, and a full sequel to Control. Great news if you're a dork for Remedy, like Lawrence is, but why did it take so long? Charlotte! Did you find anything in your bullet time purgatory at all? I did. Although it's the same answer, it always is when sequels don't get made. Uh, nobody bought it. That's right, nobody bought it. The original sold for 4 million units, which isn't bad for 2001, and a new franchise from a relatively unknown developer. The sequel didn't impress anyone, though, with parent company Take-Two calling Max Payne 2 sales, quote, disappointing in 2004. And then they said nearly the exact same thing about Max Payne 3 nearly a decade later, selling at around 4 million units, again, by May 2013. To make matters worse, Max Payne 3 came 
direct from Rockstar Games, whose releases usually break 10 million units, if not much more. By that time, they'd already racked up 25 mil sales for Grand Theft Auto 4, so it's understandable why Take-Two and Rockstar Games would walk away from the franchise. Yeah, that could also explain why Remedy Entertainment secured a pretty friendly publishing agreement for these Max Payne remakes. If Rockstar Games doesn't really expect them to sell, why not offer some royalties to Remedy? You can get a cut of all the sales above 4 million, how about that? This begs yet another question though. Why would Rockstar even bother to reach a license and royalty agreement with Remedy to remake Max Payne if they don't expect the games to sell in the first place. Don't ask me, I didn't spend four hours in a time bubble. I saw things in there. Well, it may be because neither Rockstar Games nor their parent company, Take-Two, have a whole lot of game releases lined up in the coming years, and we've seen multiple publishers and producers plug gaps in their release calendars with remakes and remasters. As of their last fiscal report, Take-Two doesn't have a whole lot lined up for fiscal 2023 yet, which just started in April. Uh, just Marvel's Midnight Suns and Kerbal Space Program 2. It's pretty bare for a company that owns as many dev studios as Take-Two does, although we can probably expect more game announcements to roll in now that fiscal 2022 is over. Take-Two is also rumored to be on the verge of losing the WWE license to EA due to poor sales and poor quality. Though WWE 2K22 did review better and enjoyed far better sales than 2K20. Okay, so maybe just some pressure to get product to market might explain why Rockstar Games has the green light to greenlight more projects. Yeah, and Rockstar Games themselves have nothing at all on their upcoming release slate, aside from a currently untitled Grand Theft Auto, and now the Max Payne remakes. The next GTA is clearly a long way off, so all they have to generate revenue in the meantime is Grand Theft Auto Online, which, like we said, just announced a new subscription model in GTA Plus, and whatever remasters they can scrounge at. Just to remind everybody, GTA the Trilogy, the definitive I'm so tired of saying that name, actually sold really well. Estimates based off shipping numbers for the GTA series put the definitive edition at around 10 million units, which is incidentally better than any Max Payne game at all. <laughs> the truth was a burning green crack through my brain. Bruce, it hurts to be out here respecting art. And then a remaster like that just blows it out of the water. Despite the merciless memes and the devastating dunks, Rockstar Games has nothing but encouragement when it comes to releasing old properties. Not to mention reviving Max Payne is a good way to buy some points back with their more dedicated fans. It is a bit ironic when you think about it. Like people buying a low effort remaster sight unseen probably motivated Rockstar to approve a much higher effort remake. That's a really positive, uh, optimistic way to look at it because maybe they'll give us remasters of things that are high art, like Lawrence just said. There's reason to hope that this publishing arrangement could lead to new games in the Max Payne franchise as well. <laughs> Sure. Though we will wait to get our hopes up for that particular outcome. Max Payne 4 is coming in, I don't know, 2030 or something. Okay, full on dork mode here. It's exciting to think about, especially with the way that Remedy has been connecting all their games and their weird connected video game Remedy-verse. That is really cool. Uh, they've already linked Control and Alan Wake, which just so happens to be the two properties they're actively developing. And Max Payne is sort of in the Remedy-verse already. The, the novel series that Alan Wake writes in the game called Alex Casey is a pretty clear reference to Max Payne, uh, even if Remedy didn't own the rights to it at the time. We're in full on fan fiction territory here, but maybe part of these remakes would involve retconning the events of Max Payne 1 and 2 as altered world events in the canon of Control. It would neatly explain why Max Payne has the apparent ability to slow down time and can recover from numerous fatal bullet wounds just by chugging a bottle of aspirin. Hmm, but this is how it all begins. We sit around making up possibilities and getting real excited for games that end up landing like a wet fart. How about it, audience? Are you guys excited for the Max Payne remakes? I mean, you know you know where I'm at on this. Or will you all 
bravely and moralistically refused to buy it because the GTA remasters were so bad. I love Control. Uh, I talked about it at length. I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, and so like the idea of like this stuff basically coming out of the vault is really exciting for me. I can't really speak to the GTA remasters because I got a code, installed it, and never played it because it was broken on the launcher. It just, there wasn't, it wouldn't even appear in the library. We were just doomed from the start. No, I'm not gonna refuse to buy it. I am not particularly excited for Max Payne, although I'm really excited that Remedy got a chance to make it because Remedy's a great developer. I That said, I do wish that all the money went to Remedy <laughs> because it's going to Rockstar currently. Uh, I do think that Remedy, we can depend on them to make a good product. Whereas if you're buying another Rockstar developed remaster, then maybe not so much. Um, so I, I'm siding with you on this one, Lawrence. I, I want people to give Remedy their money because I think Remedy is a, a great developer and I really hope they make a lot of money to make more games because of this. Yeah, I, uh, I think there's reason to be excited mostly because Remedy's current AAA output is usually really interesting and well-made, even if it's not directly down the lanes of what people are looking for. At least it's at least well crafted and there's a lot of thought and intelligence put into it. So it is kind of exciting to see them go back to what's I mean, their their output with Alan Wake and with control can be a little hyper intellectual, maybe. Uh whereas Max Payne is much more basic. Angry man with gun, uh he drinks a lot, he takes pills, he blows things up, he's on a quest for vengeance. I mean it's the John Wick setup, right? It's a it's a big vengeance tale. So something made like that with some tongue-in-cheek humor. I think could resonate really well and people, I mean, people weren't there for Max Payne 3, which still confuses me because that's one of the best action games ever made. So based on that, I, I don't think it's going to sell really well, but I'm going to tell everyone to buy it because it has to exist. And who knows? This is also one of those examples of like, of properties that publishers have, you know, like Konami sitting on Metal Gear. It's tempting to say, why don't you just give it to somebody? Just give it to somebody. It doesn't even have to make that much money. What is what skin is it off your nose if you just give it to a developer and let them make another game? Just, just let them do it. This is one of those examples of Rockstar letting Remedy do it. So I'm happy that that's happening one way or the other. That at least there's attempts made to try and convert a property that is well loved and maybe not profitable into something that can earn some money and live. So I, I support it from that perspective and I'd like to see more things like this. Of a property that exists, maybe it fizzled for whatever reason, but there's active interest in, in making more of it, so find a developer that wants to make it. Doesn't always have to be AAA in scope either. Um, yeah, with Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard, they're getting a raft of properties that have been long torment. So I'm hoping I'm hoping something similar can happen there, that Microsoft will give it to their dev teams and bring all these quirky like AA or single A productions out to Game Pass. That'll be fun, but in the meantime, I'm going to be looking for Max Payne. Guys, are you, are you excited for uh, uh, Max Payne, the sequel starring Mark Wahlberg? Did you guys see that movie? Charlotte, do you know what I'm talking about? There's a Max Payne movie. I'm missing, I am missing some crucial context. There's a Max Payne movie starring Mark Wahlberg. Did you see it? No. <laughs> How come? Before we go, we'd like to thank a few special patrons that are our personal painkillers. Chase T, Ryan Derryberry, uh, Vermin McCann, and Goo Binky. Hey, thanks a lot. Yeah, Evan S. Compton, Cody Jost, Eddie the Dog, and Alex Ramirez. You're, you make sure our bullet time meter is always full. I appreciate that. See you at the theaters for Max Payne 2 starring Mark Wahlberg.